episode number 138, Camaro Winter Storage Tips. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Uh, Post-Thanksgiving now. <sighs> yeah. Feeling How was good. your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. It was yeah, wonderful. what'd you do? Yeah. Um, went to the in-laws, went to my parents, ate, drank coffee, ate pie. It was ate, a good day. Ate, what, it what was a good you, day. What did you, what'd you guys make? A turkey, cranberries, a turkey? yeah, cranberry sauce, um, gravy, beans, mashed potatoes, and then my mom always makes her homemade apple pie, and um, I think I had some pumpkin pie at my in-laws too. Wow, that was good. Cool. What about I'm you? Surprised, I'm surprised you had turkey because usually you guys make. Spaghetti, right? No, that was that was growing up. That was going to my grandma's. So that was oh, a traditional oh, okay. Italian Christmas, Thanksgiving, East. Every everything was spaghetti. Everything. <laughs> well, we we kind of did that. We the wife being Italian, she made uh, ziti oh. and uh, homemade bread. We just oh. kept it really simple, and it was just just her and I mm. for the first time, I think ever. I kind of miss that. I kind of miss that. What? Just the. The the, the 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 traditional Italian, you know, it was always like I guess it, it kind of reminds me of my youth, you know, getting in the car, going to grandma and grandpa's, you know, sitting down, hit the kids' table, the adult table, and we got the big bowl of spaghetti and the meatballs and the sausage, and and then like if it was if it was Thanksgiving, a side of turkey. If it was Easter, a side of ham. You know, if it was Christmas, I, I don't know. It was it was always humongous amounts of pasta. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was good. It was good. And then um, I worked on a bunch of eBay listings, which I will be talking about towards the end of this show. Okay. Um, but before that, well, we're going to be talking about winter storage tips, just like, uh, you know, hey, big, big surprise, just like the title is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we're going to be uh, doing a giveaway. So you're going to want to pay attention to that. Giveaway. And then we're going to kind of turn back the hands of time as they say and talk about uh, November 20th 2015 and what happened then a very significant moment in Camaro history and then we're going to talk a little bit about Corvettes uh good deals going on especially if you work at a certain taco shop <laughs> <laughs> yep and yep. then uh let's see got a, got a couple voicemails which yeah. I'm looking forward to to get into yeah and then uh how about some Chevrolet first ever uh, NHRA title action nice which is cool stuff. So uh, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show, and we're glad to have you along with us. Yeah. So it's it's that time of the year again, that time of the year that those of us who live in cold climates kind of despise. I I know I do. I'm not, and I'm not ready to do this yet. I'm not ready to put my Camaro away yet. I, in fact, I'm taking it out today because it's like 50 degrees here. And I'm putting the top down. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but winter storage tips um we have a whole list of stuff here to go over with you guys we always do this every year and we we kind of have a uh like a this this tips, checklist checklist stuff now because mm-hmm. we held a contest back in 2011 uh we've got a winner here they this is this is an awesome awesome list so we kind of use this to go through every year um and then we 
tell you guys, I guess, what we do, too, which is basically on this list anyway. So do you do you wash do you wash and wax your car before you put it away? All right, all right, let me let me take that back. Are you going to put your Corvette away? I mean, you live in a warmer climate now that doesn't really get any snow and salt on the road. It's already away. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's uh it's about uh, 50 60 degrees right now, but it's been away for about a, about a week now and there's a, there's a very particular reason why. Because as I may, might have mentioned before and a lot of people know that the LS7 engine has a cylinder head problem that um truthfully General Motors isn't owning up to. Um where you know, and they say that it's a very minor problem, but I think the stories of it actually happening to people is a very major problem. And basically, if you don't have, if you have an LS7 engine and you don't have it checked and or fixed, you are your engine is really just kind of a very, very likely, not guaranteed, but very, very likely to be a ticking time bomb. Hmm. And when that exhaust valve drops into the combustion chamber, it will destroy that fifteen thousand dollar engine. So, having said that, I have not done this yet on on my Corvette. Um, but I will be um, sometime over the winter. I'm going to pull the heads off and, and have them redone. Um, but I don't want to drive the car anymore rolling those that dice. Oh, well, that's a good reason for you. I mean, but you're not putting it away for weather purposes. Not not really. I mean, it's a beautiful day here in, in Tennessee. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's still jacket weather, but not coat weather. So, no, not, not really, no. Okay. Nope. But when you when you... When you put your Corvette away, did you wash and wax it? I did not. Okay. I didn't have to. It's it's because it, it, you're gonna take it right out anyways when you gotta well, pull the cylinder heads and shit. Well, that that, but I just the car wasn't dirty to begin with. I did go over it with a nice coat of Zeno Z five. Okay. Z, no wait, Z. What's which? What's the detailer? The Z six. Is it Z six? Yeah, this is Z six. Um, and I did get a sample of Flitz. You know the company, the 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 metal polish company, Flitz. Hmm. No, I don't know. You ever know heard of them? No, no, they've been around for a long time. They they primarily just did like metal polish um, like in a tube, you know. But they started expanding into other areas. And when I was at SEMA, they gave me a sample enough to do one car of their sealant, which they said is like a ceramics type of sealant that works for lasts for about a year. Not not as permanent as like a professionally done one, but it's also like nine bucks. So okay. I'm probably going to throw that on there just to see how well it works. Um I filled it up with gas. Well, we'll, we'll go over. We'll go over the list. Yeah. Um. So no, I didn't because the car is already clean. But yes, you you really should, if there's even a remote amount of dirt or dust on, at least go over it with with a detailer. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> mine's mine's dirty as hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and it's it's past that time where I can actually um, hand wash it right now because mm-hmm. I think I put the hose away already. Garage. <laughs> I already put the hose away. So I have to use either a quarter car wash or head down the street and go to go to the car wash and have them take care of it for me. Um, but I will. I will get it washed one more time before I put it away. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to wax or polish the car. And and I generally don't use a car cover either for the reason why I, I, I like to look at my car when I open the garage. I, I do have a car cover. I, I did the cover craft video earlier this year, mm-hmm. and um, I like it because you know you could you could put a bow on top and it looks like a present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, because I, I'm always dinking around in my garage though, and and if something were to fall on it, it 
at least kind of give it a little bit of protection. Yeah. Hmm. So, nope, but otherwise I don't polish it. Um, next on our checklist, uh, emptying and cleaning the interior, which I do. Take everything out, everything, the floor mats, the everything out of the trunk, everything out of the center console, everything out of the glove box, everything. You want that, you want that out. You don't want moisture or anything getting trapped in there. Hmm. And so I, I did that, and then I vacuumed the, the floor mats and put them in my closet so they don't stink. Stink. They don't stink, stink no more. Stink. That's the, the, on, our, on our list here, um, this person even went so far as to, says the first year I left, the rear seat folded, and in the spring the seat surface was compressed and had a couple of creases. They went away, but it took mm-hmm. a few weeks. Yeah, basically the idea is take all pressure off everything. Okay. Because it's, think about this: even even something that's small and folded over or just slightly slightly compressed in any way. Remember, it's going to be that way for a few months. Mm-hmm. So you know, just yeah. imagine your favorite pair of pants that are folded and then something sits on it for a while. You can't iron out your interior. Yeah. Uh, treatment of rubber, plastics, and leather. And this has nothing to do with, okay. (laughs) This just goes along, I think, with cleaning the car. Yeah. Before you put it away. Well, sort of. I think, I think what, what they're talking about is like, um, like what I, what I used to do is in the wintertime, even my daily drivers, I'd spray some WD-40 on, um, on a, on a, on a microfiber towel and then I'd kind of run it along the gasket, the door and window gaskets as necessary, because if it gets wet, it freezes, then the door sticks to it. And then I've actually done it where I've opened the door in the gasket, the seat, uh, the, the rubber gasket, you know, was right off. stuck, stuck to the door and it came right oh, off. That sucks. Yeah. So let's see here. I got to go, go into my Amazon orders here. Yep. Okay. So I haven't. I, have, I bought some. I haven't used it yet. There's something that has been highly recommended, called, and I don't know how to how to say this. It's gummy fledge stift, which is it's German. It's this this this, this rubber liquid, rubber care liquid for um, things like that. Uh, conditions all weather seals around doors, hood and trunk. Temperature resistant for long lasting protection. Presents rubber from drying and cracking. Built-in foam applicator for easy application. So it's 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 not WD-40 is designed for a lot of things. This stuff is designed specifically for weather seals around doors and such on your car. So you can pick it up on Amazon right now. It's $11.99 with Prime. I bought some because it was highly recommended. I strongly recommend that people do the same. I don't know if WD-40 is necessarily good for that kind of rubber in the long term. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of course, then there's also treating the leather. You want to make sure that stays moist um, while it's dry in the wintertime. Otherwise, it'll start to crack when you start using it again. Same goes for your tires. Yeah. Um, next on the list, checking all fluids and treating the gas tank, filling up the gas and, and treating it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a good tip because I know sometimes you can get condensation, you get water in your gas, and then it doesn't run right. So that's always good. Um, you're a big fan of uh, Stabil. Absolutely. And uh, I know you've sent me some to put in my either my snowblower, my lawnmower, everything. And it seems to work great. I'm a huge advocate of stable. Um, 
I've used it for quite a long time when it came to any anything gasoline powered that wasn't a vehicle, such as my lawnmower, my snowblower, my snowmobiles. I would run stable in it all the time. If gas was going in it, it was already pre-treated with stable, just as good measure. When it comes to cars, I don't see the need for it because they're 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 designed to be more efficient than that. However, there's always been that argument of, well, do I empty the tank or do I fill it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. Top it there's, off. Yep, yep. Um, and then, and then drive it home and put the right amount of stable in it per the instructions. And then run the car for about five minutes. You want all that that fuel to get mixed into the entire fuel system, not just sitting in the tank. Okay. That's that's a good tip right there. That's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, battery. Now, some people take the battery out and put it on a, t- on a trickle charger or, or a battery tender. Others leave it in the car and, and hook it to a, a battery tender. I've always left it in the car and then hooked it up to a battery tender. I, I do the same. Um, and the reason why is because I might want to move the car. Oh, that's true. You know, without, without a whole lot of hassle. Yeah. Oh, you know what we forgot? Uh, What's that? the previous step, changing the oil. I don't change the oil hmm. until I bring it out. Yeah. I, that's what I always do. First thing, um, I'll check the fluids mm-hmm. and then when I'm done, you know, after it hasn't been running for a couple months, I'll just go, I'll take it to the dealership and I'll get the oil changed. I think it's a good idea to do it. I don't know if it's as necessary as it used to be, especially when I think I've only got 500 miles since my last oil change. Yeah. Um, I probably should, though. But it's, I think that's just a little bit out of laziness. Um, I don't know. I'd like to know everybody else's opinion on that. Okay. But uh, anyway, so yeah, going back to the fuel treatment, fuel level, um, battery, park it. Park it. Park. Don't move it. Park it. Yeah, don't start it. Don't go out there and start it every every thirty days unless you plan on letting that son of a bitch run for fifty. God, I I I just my southern just came out. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's been almost two years and finally it happened. Um, yeah, don't unless you plan on running it for a long time, which you don't want to do in a garage. Just don't even start it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't just do it. Park don't do it. it. Just park it. Yep. Keep Overinflate it. the tires by about five ten pounds just for good measure. If you get any flat spots, they'll come out if you drive nice and easy when you take it out of storage. But um, let's see what's next here. Moisture control. If you park the car on anything but well-sealed concrete floor, unless you use a car bag, part bag on top of a sheet or heavy plastic. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Night. And you're, you're, well, you got a pretty well-sealed garage too. Yeah, yeah, but it, it doesn't mean that moisture and condensation doesn't collect. I don't have it parked on on anything right now. Remember, I, I what I used to do is I drive over a sheet of plastic and then I put the car cover on and, and then, then I wrap right, the sheet yeah. of plastic and tape it to the car cover using masking tape. Yeah. And I think that was probably a lot of overkill because I think that was starting to trap moisture in rather than let it Breathe. naturally evaporate. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool though. Yep. But my, my garage stays on the warmer side because it's attached to the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the over the, since we moved in in, in January, last January, I, I insulated the garage door. I think that's that's something that I wanted to mention. If you have an uninsulated garage door, insulate it. It's, okay. it's it, if you spend any time out there at all. If you don't, then don't worry about yeah. it. But um, I've got a, a natural or a propane 
heater in the garage, and I just got to fire that thing up for maybe five, ten minutes, and it stays warm for an hour. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, when you park your car, do you leave it parked in neutral? Typically, yes. Um, and and I don't I don't set the parking brake because when I did that with one of my car projects, the uh, it the it, it's it seized. The, really? the the parking brake seized. Um, it was a it was a drum brake. It was my Suzuki Samurai project, oh. and uh, the 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 it seized, and it <laughs> was a nightmare to undo it. I I I was like, what the heck, man? What the heck? And I was like trying to back up. I was in reverse, and it was like <laughs> it was like I was basically power braking in reverse, and all of a sudden it, you heard it go. <laughs> yeah, then you heard it. You heard it like clunk, and where it like broke the 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 rust away or whatever. <laughs> Yikes. I'm like, what? Oh shit. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So suspension and tires. I prefer to lift my car slightly to remove some approximately 50 to 70% of pressure from the tires. Achieve this by jacking up the front and rear using a bottle jack and placing large blocks of wood or jack stands under the frame. Um, I would never do this. I did with my first Camaro. I did that. I did it, and I took the wheels off. Your '96. Mm-hmm. Yep. I only did that once. That was a monster pain in the butt. Yeah. I never did it with any of my other cars, and I don't think it, I don't think I had a need to do it. Rodent control. Rodent control. <laughs> Absolutely. Stainless steel pot scrubbers in the exhaust tips, mouse, rat deterrents, poison, plug-in emitters, eliminate the stuff that attracts them to the garage. Mm-hmm. I used to stuff uh, steel wool up the pipe, <laughs> up the exhaust pipe. Right up the tailpipe. I think every year when we do our car storage tips, we end up talking about this and giggling about yeah. it because we're children. Right up the tailpipe. Um, this year, I, I just, for the time being, because I didn't have any steel wool hand, handy, I just took some plastic shopping bags and put it over the tailpipes and snugged it up. And then if the animals ever got in, I would know. I would oh. see that there's a hole. Okay. Little little side story. My dad uh, has has a had a pickup truck, had a pickup truck, that uh, he only drove maybe every few weeks. And um, he went out to start it up the other day, and uh, and it wouldn't start. And so the battery was dead, and I don't remember all the details, but the long story made short is, is that it would start. He he turned the turned the key and it start running, and then it died. So he went out and messed around. I think he had to replace the battery or something. And then, get this: this is a late model GM truck. You know, it's probably eight or nine, ten years old. Then he started it up. It ran, but it was running really weird. Like he said, all the gauges were going berserk. All the lights were flickering, and it was just like going ape crap, right? Yeah. And so he then he found out. He went to turn the turn the car off or the truck off, he turned the key and pulled the key out, and it stayed running. <laughs> well, it turns out what had happened was some mice made a nest in the fuse box, and it shorted everything out and just toasted the like the whole electrical system. So he traded it in, and much to my dismay, uh, got a Hummer. I, 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 he ended up with the Hummer, really? Yes, he ended up with the dang hover, uh, Hummer. Is it in H2? fact, when he's telling me the story, he goes, he goes, yeah, so I got rid of it. And I said, okay, Dad, what'd you get in, in place of it? And he goes, you're not going to like it. And I said, you didn't buy a Hummer, did you? And he goes, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so he bought his Hummer. H2 or H3? It. I don't even know. I don't even care. It's. Uh, I hope he lives forever because I don't want to inherit the damn thing. <laughs> Good for him. 
Good he's, yeah, him. he's happy. So ne- next is what we talked about, the cover or the car bag. Yeah, and you talked about this already. you got a nice breathable car craft. Um, cover car craft. Cover, cover craft. Yep. Weather Shield HP, strongly recommend it. It is awesome, indoors and out. Very cool. And then, of course, car bags. Now, the, is the car bag the one you see with the people? They kind of like blow up like an inflatable house. Yeah. And it, and it's it's like you got to have it plugged in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are freaking w- cool. How much do those things cost? They go everywhere from, I think, $500 up to a couple thousand. In fact, at SEMA, I was looking at a display. It was like, you know, like those inflatable bounce castles? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're square. That's what this was like. It, like, had four post corners in, like, a roof and everything, but it was inflatable, clear plastic. And it exchange, it exchanges the air so many times per hour. So... It'll never get stale in there. It, oh man, I forgot the name of the company. It was, it was really neat, and I wanted I wanted to talk to the guy, but he was really busy. Um, Car capsule, I think it is. I wonder what the cost is to run that twenty four seven. I mean, because obviously you got to have that thing plugged in, and all those 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 like fans going that that's going to be circulating the air and pulling the old air out and pulling new air in. I, I would think it's like running a very small fan. It's it's and that's what it that's really what it is. It's just a small fan. So let's see. Okay, here it is. The showcase. It this that's the one. If you go to let's see here, carcapsule.com slash showcase hyphen order. Okay. For a uh let's see here, for like a sixteen foot long car is fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. They make one that's twenty two feet long for like super big old Cadillacs and all that. But it's it's nice. I mean, it's like got a door that you can go in and out of, and you you know, it's 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 pretty cool. Carpetcapsule.com is pretty much the you know the company that does it. But the regular like bubble, you know, yeah, uh, big enough for a Corvette, sixteen foot. In fact, yeah, here's here's a two thousand nine Corvette ZR1 that they have using the picture is three hundred ninety nine bucks. It's not too bad. It's it's really not. Um, and that's that's what they charge. I don't know if you get it better from a dealer or not. I mean, that's how much I pay for my car cover. So, wow. but you know, that's a little more more portable. Yeah. Yep. That's that's pretty cool. About fifteen minutes. Um. So yeah. So those are the the winter storage. So we got it. There's really nothing much left here for actually taking care of your car. Gosh, that's that's neat. I should I should reach out to those dudes. Those are pretty cool. I wonder if you can get them like with your name on them or like your company name or a logo or something on. That would be cool. Oh, that'd be pretty. That'd be cool. Let me check the showcase on their website. Oh man, it, it is just too cool. Yeah, I should, I should, I should get one. God, my wife would be so angry. They they make an outdoor version. Dang. So like a sixteen foot for that is seven hundred and fifty nine bucks. So you could keep a car outside just, and it'd be just as good as keeping it inside. Dang. Huh. That's interesting. Didn't know they did that. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to what you were talking about here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We got to move on because we're at 25 minutes in the show already, and and we've got a lot more stuff to, to cover here. Well, um, so so that's our annual car storage tip. Yes. Please call in and let us know if there's something we didn't cover. If there's something special you guys do you want to share with the audience. Just let us know uh, in our voicemail, and we'll give you that number in a little bit. Um, but you're gonna do a contest. That's right. I've got a prize pack from 303 and Staybill, which both have the same parent company of Gold Eagle, yeah. that they gave me to give away to you, the listener of the Camaro Show. 
So usually it's like call in and give your best car care tips or car storage tips, but we kind of already have that nailed yeah. down. So here's what we want. We just want to know what should we talk about next that we haven't talked about yet when it comes to Camaro stuff. Give us a topic. Yeah, a just, topic that's 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 never been talked about on the show, to your knowledge. Yeah. Um, if, if we choose that topic, yeah, be you chosen. get a prize yeah. pack. Get a nice prize pack from what's it? Eagle Quest. Uh, well, Gold Eagle is the parent Gold company Eagle. of 303 Products, which makes very underrated car care products. I really like their stuff. Well, you know, quick detailer, convertible top cleaner, that sort of thing, and then of course, Stable. We're gonna get. I'm gonna. We're gonna give you some Stable, both um, ethanol treatment if you have uh, high ethanol in your area, plus of course some of the typical Stable Red storage uh, fluid. Okay. Are they? Keep are that they, gas. Are they from Denver by any chance? Uh, I think they are actually. Why? Why do you ask? Because area code three hundred three is Denver. I don't know. Just curious. Where are they here? That's a good question. Gold. If you go to goldeagle.com, again, that's the parent company. Uh, let's see here. Stable, 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 goldeagle.com. Help. There's there's nothing. There's really nothing there. Oh, of course, a pop-up. Spin the wheel and try your luck. <laughs> Black Friday. Good gravy. I can't even find it. But I've been I've I've dealt with them before. They're they're you know, Stable three hundred three Trinova Heat. You know the the water remover. Let's yeah. see here about us. Oh, there. Well, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. it they are in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess they didn't get the three hundred three from their zip, their area code. Okay. Never nah, mind. I don't even know why. Never mind. Well, that's cool. Get your get your voicemail. Um, you we will be going over that in a little bit and to give you that number. Yep. Um. How about a little history? A little history yeah. this week. Two years ago this week, the last fifth-generation Camaro rolled off the assembly line in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, where all the fifth-gens were built. Uh, the last car rolling off the assembly line was a red ZL1 coupe that is now in the GM Heritage Center. Very cool. Nice. There's a little trivia for you. What was the last car to roll off the assembly line from Oshawa? And it's a red ZL1 coupe. And it's at the, and, and GM's got it in their Heritage Center. Very mm-hmm. cool. I saw Al post that this week. So I thought, oh, that would be cool. Cool little trivia thing. That, that was cool. That was very cool. Um, you know what? The, the fifth generation Camaro does have some good staying power. There's still sure a great does. following. Yeah. I mean, they made a ton of them. So. Mm-hmm. But people love them. Yeah. They're I great mean, cars. Great cars. Yep. Um, and then... This was making news this week. <laughs> you can get $9,000 off a sticker for a Z06 this, well, starting this week. I think their sales are down for Corvette, obviously. Well, it's getting into the winter months now, and they're, they're putting some money on the hood there. So uh, th- this, tra- this translates to 20% off the car. Um, so $9,107 below... The car is $86,700 MSRP. Uh, so for buyers not interested in the bonkers 650 horsepower sports car, the 20% off discount applies to a numerous other cars in Chevy's lineup as well, including the Cruze, Malibu, Colorado, Silverado, Tahoe, but not the Camaro. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, that discount does not include the Chevy SS as well. Because that there, would be uh, there was you know because there was 2017 SS 
cars this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chevy most likely wants to move all these Corvettes pretty quick as the um, as they're coming ahead with the 2019s, which includes the new Corvette ZR1, uh, which they announced uh, a 755 horsepower beast of a mm-hmm. motor. Air wedge. <laughs> uh, thanks to our friends at GM Authority for posting that. I'm going to link that up in the show notes. Um, one other thing I noticed that was going around. Here's here's <laughs> here's here's some uh, interesting. If you work at Taco Bell, guys, if you if you're listening to the show and you work at Taco Bell, you can get a four thousand three hundred eighty five dollar discount on a Chevy new Chevy Corvette. Lucky. I'm going to yeah, get a part-time no job at Taco Bell. <laughs> first, first you get to work at a kick-ass place like Taco Bell, and you get a discount off a Corvette. So, like, every time I, like, like I should get in my car, go and drive, and just drive around town and look at the Taco Bells because there should be parking lots full of Corvettes, and all the employees get these awesome discounts, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our friends at Motor Authority says, GM often extends its friendly discount to other companies that aren't affiliated with the automotive parts so maybe taco bell is the official lunch of the automakers in detroit we don't know but what we do know is if you work at taco bell you can get almost five grand off the car yeah like a whole year's salary <laughs> off the price of the car oh oh good times man good times to be a taco bell employee Listen, we're not making fun of you if you no, are. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm, um, I'm a huge fan of Taco but, Bell, man. But I'm just—it's it's, just—it's just—it's the way that it is. That if you work at Taco Bell, unless you're an owner of a Taco Bell or way up in the management chain, you're probably going. Yeah, you might as well make it. You know, you might as well make it fifty percent off because I still can't afford it. Plus, you still got to pay for the insurance too. That's right. I, I worked at fast food when I was younger, and it can be as easy or as tough as you let it. If it's easy, then you'll suck at it. If it's tough, then that means you're going to go places with it. Yeah, yeah. There that's funny, though. That's, that's Talk about dangling a carrot, man. I know. It's like, here you go. Uh, you ready for some voicemails? We got a couple, I'm dying. We, we have a couple voicemails this week. Let's start them up. Let's go. Hey, guys. Bentley Fiero. So here's my prediction. Uh, regarding the electric and so on. Remember that patent we saw GM? I, I think it was called E-Ray but with the uh, cars. Uh, it's like a turbo boost, but with an electric boost. That's what I think we're going to see. Uh, probably just solely as an electric boost. That's it. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. We might see the next uh, Corvette, maybe next Camaro, so on. I'm not a fan of electric at all. Give me the good old motor. That's what I like. I hate these. I don't care how often and fast. It's still electric. I don't care for electric. Anyways, listening to the show, I do want to hear more about the ZR1. That's an amazing car. And what the heck are we going to get with a Z28 now? I'm really wondering, what are we getting? What kind of, is it going to be natural aspirin? What's it going to be? All right, Bentley Farrell, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Bentley Fierro, happy Thanksgiving to you too, buddy. He's not a fan of electric cars. Love that guy, though. <laughs> um, he's talking about the E-Ray, some kind of turbo boost for for uh, electric cars. He thinks that's what we're going to see. Hmm. I don't know if it's like some kind of dial or something. It just ramps up the voltage or something. I don't know. Remember at one point there was a, there was a company making electric superchargers. Oh, I can't think of the name of that company back in the day. I know, I know who you're talking about. Wow, that I was. About that. Oh, I can't remember either. Yeah, it was. It didn't make it 
a significant amount of boost, but I think it was noticeable. Uh, oh, that's that's a blast from the past. But so Bentley, um, you know, I I I discussed this also at length on my um, on 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 my on our other podcast, Vetcast. Um, you know, for for Corvette enthusiasts, and uh, you know, E Ray is uh, in line with Stingray is what a lot of people are assuming, but they don't know for sure because what you said about the E-Ray is something that I haven't even heard. That, that That's the theory behind it. I, I haven't been able to dig into it as, de- as deep as that, but I find it really interesting. I recommend you head over to vetcast.com and listen to the latest episode, at least before this Camaro show episode is, is, is released because they release on the same day, but uh, episode number four. Cool. Check it out. Tell me what you think on that one. To see if it is going to be a Corvette or not. He wants to know what about the Z28. It's going to be... I think we're all thinking the same thing. Is it going to be naturally aspirated? What are we going to get? When are we going to get it? We can only guess. We can only here's, guess. What, here's what I'm hoping it is not. I'm hoping it is not the LT5 in a Camaro. Okay. It, it, it just seems almost like, oh, wow, there's a surprise. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, I, if, it, if it works, it works. But I would... Like to see something very unique to the Camaro is why I say that. Well, they put the LS7 in the in the fifth gen Z28, which is a right. naturally aspirated motor, which they got from the Corvette. Right, which also has cylinder head issues. <laughs> um, True, it's, it affects both Camaros and Corvettes with the LS7. Okay, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Z28. I don't even know if we're going to see a Z28 yet. What we're planning on seeing this year is the refresh of the sixth generation Camaro. Now, if history serves correct, when the fifth generation came out with their refresh, that was unveiled in New York with a surprise unveiling of the Z28 as well. So, I I don't know if they're going to follow that same model again. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe maybe we're going to see something in Detroit this year. Don't know. Don't know. But thank you for calling in, Bentley. As always, great to hear your voice. <laughs> always That's what enthusiastic. I'm saying. Always enthusiastic. But for you guys, here's the way to get a hold of us for the contest and for anything else right now. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And we got one more voicemail here. Hey, guys. Jonathan Brown out in Old Depend, New Jersey. Just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. Always a faithful listener to both your shows. Um, Elvis Rocks. Will there be an electric Camaro? Yeah, down the road somewhere along the line, it'll have some kind of electric car. It's pretty cool stuff. So uh, keeping a PG, uh, you know, I, I dig. I'm digging the, the Tesla stuff. It looks pretty cool. Of course, I'm not dropping 200 grand on that. So. Look good. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving, Camaros rule at uh, Z01 Rocks and Z ZR1. Pretty badass too. Listen to both shows, Corvette and Camaro. Anyways, have a good holiday. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Jonathan Brown. It's always a pleasure listening to you call in. Um, is there going to be an electrical Camaro? Eh. He's like, yeah, probably. Eh. <laughs> I think eventually we're going to see a lot more electric cars. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think so too. We, we spent a lot of time talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. 
right. I um I I I I picture Bentley selling high-end performance vehicles like at a Porsche Ferrari dealership. And then I picture Jonathan Brown stealing one out of somebody's driveway. <laughs> It's a New Jersey accent. And hey. not even being sneaky about it. Just walk up, hey, 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 do the right thing. I'm just going to take the car. Give me your keys. Give me your keys. Right Give me the keys and turn around and everything will be fine. I won't have to bust your mouth loose. I won't have to punch your jaw open. <laughs> Is that your wife over there? Yeah. Maybe I'll come by and pay her a visit if you don't do the right thing and walk away. Thank you, Jonathan. Aye, aye. Chris, I sent you the link to the gummy you did. pledge stiffed yes, stuff that the, we mentioned earlier in the episode. If you don't mind linking that up in the Fleg, show notes in case people Fleg are wondering stift. what the heck I'm even trying to say. Flegestift? Okay. Yeah, it's German. It's, what's, what's, if anybody reads German, tell me what it means. Okay. Flegestift. Flegestift. Gummy stup. Thanks for that voicemail, Jonathan. Yo, yo. We only got one more thing to talk about here. We're, we're, you know, whenever, whenever we have an episode where we didn't think have too much to talk about, generally this is this is what happens. We go into over forty minutes. <laughs> Sometimes people like that. Yup. Um, Chevrolet Camaro scores the first ever, first ever NHRA funny car title. That's the operative word right there. Funny car. It's got the Camaro name on it, but it looks <laughs> nothing like a Camaro. <laughs> uh, the uh, John Forces team uh, took took the very uh, the very first uh, Camaro uh, NHRA title uh, for 2017. So congratulations to uh, Team Force. Dang, this is mm. other ones in 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 the, in the, in the past included uh, Pontiac Firebirds and Oldsmobile Cutlass Supremes. Yeah, but, gosh, that was the day. But never Chevrolet Camaro funny cars dating yeah. back to dating back to 1970. Yep, Ron Caps used to drive uh, a Camaro, a fourth gen, if you will, Camaro styled funny car. Really? Um, but he never never got the title. So congratulations to the Force team. That I tell you what, that team has has grown. Holy cow! I know. I mean, they they seem to get bigger too. I mean, it's like uh, as a John Force, his girls. His girls is like husbands, husbands and or fiancés <laughs> or whatever. I can't keep track. It's nuts, nuts. That they definitely got racing in their blood. That's for sure. I, I hope that continues through the mm-hmm. lineage on the Force name. So, yep. Congratulations, Force team. Cool people to talk to at SEMA. <laughs> or yeah, let's check them into the yeah, boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. I don't think very many people have said that they've actually you know, like hip, like shoulder checked John Force, on purpose or by accident. Yeah. Well. So you have that pleasure. Hey, while we were, while we were talking about that, I, I did uh, a German to English translation, and it's actually quite simple. Gummy, spelled G U M M I, is rubber. Um, fledged. Yeah. Is care is care, and stift is pen. So it's a rubber care pen. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it makes very, sense. Very very easy. Very easy. At least that's what, according to this language thing. Oh boy! Don't, don't don't forget what uh, Vince Offer said that you know it's made in Germany. You know they make good stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. With his headset on. <laughs> that's that wasn't connected to anything. Yeah. We're gonna do this in real time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> this is a great episode. Great yeah. post Thanksgiving episode. Get your get your phone calls in. Give us a topic to talk about Camaro related that we haven't talked about before. Win yourself a prize pack. I might have some room for some runner ups too, but I don't know. Cool. I might, I might I might just use it myself. Yeah, I love we, this stuff. We want those voicemails. We want those mm-hmm. topics. Love hearing from you. Thanks to Bentley and Jonathan for calling in. Speaking of which, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!